0: Oh, you can think we've missed it. Fifteen? Yep. <laughs> how many How many times... Uh, I'll tell you how many times. 148 times and how many times we've done this. <laughs> and we still fucking get it wrong.
1: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to this week's episode of the Imaginary Movie Podcast. A podcast where we watch a movie and then we talk about it. This week... The Halloween special, Uh, we're going to watch the scariest possible movie you can imagine. That's right, a man who's five foot four is the star basketball player. (laughs) My name's David. And my name's Sam. And you know, there are three rules
0: that I live by. Never get less than 12 hours sleep. Never play cards with a guy who has the first name as a city. And never get involved with a woman with a tattoo
1: of a dagger on her body. Now you stick to that,
0: <laughs> and everything else is cream cheese.
1: This has got to be one of the all-time great creepy coach characters in yeah, film. Love it. It's love it. love so, it. This week, uh, we once again rejected uh, your slashes and your horror films and anything scary, and we watched supernatural thriller Teen Wolf. Amazing.
0: Amazing. Now this is a film, this is a kind of um, proto-podcast film for us, isn't it? I remember back in the heady days of 2019, before we were locked inside for a year and a half, um, I remember you almost on a daily basis badgering
1: me to watch this movie (laughs) just just. what what did I used to say I said it's exactly what you need but didn't know it (laughs) it's it's exactly the the film you need
0: but didn't know it and boy were you right Dave you know for once in your life you were correct I'm always right and and I think I think we maybe got I think we maybe even had arranged a Skype call to discuss this movie uh, because it had made such an impression on us and it is and we're
1: fucking losers (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> and and the only thing that's different now is that we we record it, put it on the internet, and nobody listens to it either. Um, so but so it's one of those films that I I I really would never choose to watch this film. Like I just hand on heart would just no no chance no chance. And if not for you carrying me like uh like a a um a bodyguard esque, you know, in your arms and I, that type of thing. Without that, I would. <laughs> <laughs> without that I would never watch this film and then my life would be um, uh, lesser for it because this is a top quality trashy shit movie and there's a lot this to is be kind said of, for that
1: you're right Sam this is top shelf trash <laughs> like this is not a film that is quantifiably good on any level and like, I don't mean that in a bad way I'm going to explain myself but like the cast isn't that great like Michael J Fox was breaking in eighty five, like Back to the Future. I think came out this year. So, it came like, out, he, it came
0: out in the July, and then this came out in the August, and that has to have some huge, <coughs> huge impact yeah. in terms of its sec, in terms of its success. We can talk about but that in a wee
1: bit. Apart from Michael J. Fox, there's no one in this cast you would know, or just anything else. Um, like the script is. I'll t- tell you one thing about the script. It's not particularly good but it is quite uh, succinct i think it like it knows where it's going and it and it goes there you know yeah. but like the score isn't like out of this world uh, it's not shot in anything i would describe other than workmanlike um, you know like the characters aren't particularly original like, there's, there's, there's or developed in... or interesting
0: there's, <laughs> there's not, you know you've you've got the, you've got the you've got the the wild friend who you know who walks styles around. styles You've got the you've got the useless coach character. You've got the well-meaning dad.
1: You've got the crusty old dean, you know. <laughs> you've got the you've got the attractive woman who is some is for some reason desperately in love with our main character except he's the only one who doesn't know it, uh, which is a trope. Uh, is, I'm sure there's a more succinct TV trope for that, but uh,
0: yeah. it is it is pure 80s schlock is what it is and and it's wonderful. And it's wonderful. It's wonderful. Now let's let's do a let's do a very quick plot summary <clears throat> in case you haven't seen Teen Wolf. An ordinary high school student discovers that his family has an unusual pedigree when he finds himself turning into a werewolf. Now I think I think that this is a pretty shitty movie. I think it overall it's it's the- not where we have covered that, right? But the the, the 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 reason that this works so well is because at I think two points in the movie they make the absolute best choice that you could possibly make in this script. The first one is when he's in he's in the he's in the bathroom. His dad's banging on the door, saying, "Son, I need to talk to you. I, talk to, you can tell me anything." And he's like, "Well." Yeah. He opens the door, and what do we see? We see his
1: dad. He's also a werewolf. Now that is
0: fucking genius. That
1: is so... Because you take all of the angst out of it. You take all of the hiding. Like, we have seen thousand I'm sure the TV show is, is like him trying to hide he's the Teen Wolf. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I, I remember watching that as a kid when it was on TV, because this spawned a seek sequ- a sequel, several proposed sequels, a TV show and a comic book and animation, all sorts. And then, and like... then a
0: 2011 um, Teen Wolf show as well, which yeah. is all you get when you Google this. this. It's completely forgotten <laughs> it's as mad. well. It's not even like it's yeah. well-remembered.
1: But like it's you take all of the tension out there and the first i'm sure there's a rule of like filmmaking is like don't neuter your movie of all tension but for this film it really works he, he and they do so it nice. twice and then the second he, one he transforms yeah. into a werewolf on the <laughs> i was about to say pitch court on the basketball court everyone looks at him he fucking all, dunks a basket, and they're like, "We love the werewolf," and it's and like, "Great!" So, it. so we're not doing that either. So we're not tarring and feathering this guy for being a werewolf either. Like, okay, that, what have you got there? Like
0: American American werewolf in London style. That is what this could have. This film could have been about, and I think it would have been. I think it would have been so lesser for it because what it does straight away is it just it just as you say it just removes all the tension. it, it everything just lowers down, and you're like great, I can sit down and just enjoy this. I can sit down for the idea, that, and the basic point of the movie is, what if someone, what if a high school boy was a werewolf and that's what they're, and I'm not interested and what in what if they,
1: the werewolf was the most popular kid in school? But, yeah.
0: And it's such, a, it's such a great subversion. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense on any level. And yet it works. <laughs> it doesn't.
1: So, so well. So, can we talk by the way, Sam. Can we talk about the 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 werewolf makeup? Can we just like get that well, out of the way here?
0: Let's 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 come to that show. Let's go through the plot I think first because this is this is quite a as much as there isn't a lot necessarily um going on at a high level there, there's you know there's I I'd like to dig into some of the stories, some of the tropes because we get a very very traditional as you say 80s movie that that is you know, you've got this guy. He lives in a small town. He's middle of the road. He's not, you know, he's not very good at sports. Spends all I'm his good.
1: time with that all his time with that Doc Brown and try, trying to get his band <laughs> I know, into competition. Yeah,
0: and... I know he's such a, and he's and that stupid dog. Also all of this, all of this happens, and 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 the introduction to the movie, I think, is again, it's just great. It's great. It's these kids just being terrible, terrible at basketball. So shit, you know, we 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 get to see them just failing, and we get to see this great coach character, um, just just entirely, just entirely not giving a shit. And it, when it, when he goes up and in says the first game,
1: in the first game, the other coach asks him to forfeit, doesn't he? No, he goes. Like... No, no, no. He the the
0: the coach, our coach of the of Michael J. Fox's team, he goes and says to the other guy, "Can I forfeit?" <laughs> Can we just forfeit?
1: <laughs>
0: and and the other coaches look. I oh, know these are my guys, my boys have got like scoring records. They want to try and beat. That's not fair. And that I just it's just so funny. It's so funny because it's like the pure averageness of Michael J. Fox's character. Um, is
1: below average. Terrible. He is the star player on this basketball team, and he is yep. five foot four inches tall. Now Time. I don't mean to height shame, but. Short people are great at lots of things. Basketball is not <laughs> typically one of those things. Yeah. Um. And like, so it's one thing for Michael J. Fox to be playing basketball as a seven, 16 or seventeen-year-old. It's another thing for him to be the only player who's good on his team. Hmm.
0: Yeah. And 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 they don't. And again, it's it's kind of like because of the contrast later on, they make him <clears throat> they make him really really shit as well. He's terrible. He is terrible. And the whole team is terrible and you get these this cast of characters uh who were who were just you know led, led by this this coach i love this coach character i know it's a trope i know it's been done before and done since but the way just just how just how um how shitty he is at his job i I really enjoy to see he's a loser he's,
1: and he doesn't care michael j uh, fox goes into his office after this first game and he's like do you wanna and he's eating pretty, what looks like about four boxes of kfc and a part of me was like, "Damn, I can eat KFC right now." Um, and the other part, he's like, "Do you want a Do you want a, Do you want a wing or a or a thigh or something?" <laughs> yeah. He's like, "Just some chicken." And then proceeds to
0: offer him just the worst advice, just yeah, the worst just the advice. Worst. But 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 I what's what's mm. what's funny, and again from a script writing view, it shouldn't really work, is that he goes in. Michael J Fox goes in there and basically says. Uh, I, I'm 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 having some changes and there's, a, there's strange things happening and I'm not quite sure what to do. And the coach, even though he says, Oh, you can talk to me about anything, is wonderfully dismissive of all of that. But we see in the basketball game we see the um the like kind of red eyes yeah. thing,
1: which looks shit,
0: looks terrible. But it we gay. also
1: see, by the way, uh, the Hollywood sweat mafia, um as I'll refer to them from now on. You know we did the Predator podcast, um, and like I was like that the the crew of people applying sweat to these Who, Who's your sweat guy? Job. He's, he's <laughs> exactly brilliant. like these guys in Team Wolf. They're not maybe as like they're not they haven't got the artistry that the sweat guys from Predator had, but they are ladling <laughs> but, but, sweat but, but, onto but, these guys yeah, for pure they, volume. Pound for a volume. pound, they are they are out there fucking busting heels. <laughs> you a know? pound of water is that
0: way. So, yeah, it is. It is. I mean, it is dripping. They it's disgusting. Dripping
1: <laughs> it's <Yeah>. absolutely foul.
0: <laughs> it's like in that, is it airplane or oh, whatever film that is, where the, the the sweat is just pouring off the guy. It is, yeah. But, but 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 this this intro to the movie is really fun because it's like straight away we're into the the wolf thing, and we're straight away into Michael J. Fox is a loser who is not going to get the girl that he wants, who's going out with the jock. Uh, so
1: again, it's it's so tropey, but the trope of booth uh which is uh I had to I looked I thought they were saying booth like b double uh for the whole of this film and that's, everyone your, your seen it, that's what that is I was I was looking at the I was looking at the get the catalyst and it's booth b double it's like a nickname I was like well I just I'm completely lost anyway that's his attractive female friend uh and like right from the off she's like you're so dreamy and he's like ah and he's like, you tell me one good thing about me, and she's like, you're perfect. And he's like, ah, oh, I could never get a woman. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> that typical, typical like eighties trope, high school thing of like, you know, there's this woman yeah. who's desperately in love with him, and he just can't see it.
0: The the the, the woman standing right in front of you, uh, Susan, him, yes, uh, City, who plays Booth, who who I I really like her performance in this. I think it's really fun, and she's um, she's like. Really out there. It feels like you know she's she's kind of being um, uh, vulnerable towards um, Michael J. Fox's character, whose well, name is is Scott. And and just and as yet- a sidebar, Sam. Eventually,
1: yeah. we're going to get to watching um, the the zenith of the, the teen genre. We're going to watch not another teen movie at some point. Uh, the spoof. And like honestly, her, her the way she is like telling Scott how much she likes him. Throughout the first 20 minutes of this film, like it could be out of the spoof, like it's that full on, yeah. Twirling the hair, and you
0: know, like it's it, it, it you know, it does remind me as a teenager, none of this ever happened to me, not even although maybe I was so oblivious, you know I didn't know. you Sam, right?
1: Pretty sure that's not the case, though. No, I'm still that oblivious, <laughs> like I have there were, I was at a wedding a few weeks ago. Like a couple of days later, I was speaking to the groom, who was like, "Oh, you know that woman you were chatting to at the wedding for ages." I was like, "Oh yeah," she's like, "She was super into you." I was like, "No, don't be silly." And everyone thinks so, and I was like, "Oh well, I'm the last person to know. Apparently, I'm just incapable of picking up on these things." Um, so maybe that's a, like a life man thing. Dave.
0: Yeah, it is. Maybe maybe you should uh, you should follow up on that. You know, a bit of a bit of welcome to Dave dating advice, please. <laughs> Different podcasts. Oh, we're, gonna, 411, we're gonna need more people. <laughs> yeah, we've, email we've, uh,
1: the imaginary movie podcast at google at uh, gmail.com.
0: Yes. Email attractive women that Dave might want to date. That's, that's a good use. Of,
1: <laughs> attractive singles in my area, Sam. <laughs> it could,
0: um, not in your area, actually. Like you live in the middle of fucking nowhere. No chance. I live in
1: Mordor, yes, essentially. <laughs> I tried to have orcs near you, so um, <laughs> Sam. There's a whole deep, dark part of the internet you don't want to fucking get into, mate. I tell you. Well, oh, that's
0: surface level, Dave. Please. Um, so, but but we get we get a couple. Then we get a couple of these like uh, these 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 team these wolf things. His hands go hairy, and he has to kind of hide them behind his back. And then we get, and then we get the scene at the party. Now let's talk about styles here. Can we talk about the dancing?
1: Can we talk about the dancing on the van? <laughs> that oh, I'd...
0: Jerry Levine. So I... Jerry Levine playing Styles. And now this guy has this guy brings the energy in that Michael J. Fox needs to be a bit calmer, a bit more sedate, a bit more of a approachable character, whereas yeah. Styles is just sniffing Hi. coke just going for it and i mean coca-cola because he's 17 but he is just going no for no it.
1: he's um he's doing cocaine and a normal and a gargantuan level throughout this entire movie to maintain yeah. this level of is it in this movie that he's selling merch he's selling um wolf merch <laughs> he's 17 more after about 20 minutes as well like he's desperate to go to this party and it's like and again, it's kind of this weird tropey thing where him and Scott are like the outsiders, and so he's like, wow, oh, we need to get this keg of beer, or we're not allowed to go. They go, and Styles is like the fucking guy running the party. <laughs> he's P.T. Barnum, is he? <laughs> <laughs> exactly! And it's like. Roll up, roll But up. you were almost not invited unless you brought the beer. It just does, again, like, I think what they've got is a really electric actor who I'm not necessarily saying is doing, like, a great job of acting, but, like,. He's bringing the energy, he's fun. you know? Yeah, but,
0: uh, see, I always appreciate this because, you know, I'm I'm, I'm a confident enough guy, you know, I enjoy, ha- happy to be in these types of situations, all that, that's fine. There's no way that I could stand up and act the way that he does. You know, it would take even just to pretend, even in a room full of other people who are pretending. I don't it know, Sam, be... my,
1: my discomfort with this cream wrestling that's going on <laughs> in the middle of this room. The jelly. Like, the jelly. The jelly. And, like, honestly, my concern for the upholstery and, like, everyone's going to have to shower. This is going to be a mess. I know. Like, again, oh. I just couldn't Coasters. cope. I think that's Coasters, made- Coasters. Coasters, <laughs> go with <was> so old. <laughs> but I, I
0: really appreciate Jerry Levine's acting, especially in this scene, because he is so over the top and he needs to sell it. And, like, that's not that's not easy to do. Even as an actor, it's not easy to do, to channel that. And to, you know, there's like even just doing basic amateur dramatics and stuff like that. Like it's really hard not to, um, not to have that moment of of where like the the immersion breaks, where you go, "What the fuck am I doing? <laughs> like, yeah. what am I doing?" And and that's where it all falls apart. And he manages to keep it going and act so ridiculously silly um, during this party scene. I think it's really fun.
1: Yeah, absolutely is. And we get another moment of him being the wolf where he goes to like, uh, what's, what is it, Seven Minutes in Heaven or, or whatever? Uh, him in the booth.
0: Trope.
1: Trope. Uh, Do you ever see that in high school? Ever see that once in all of the, although, he, how many parties did we go to? Probably not that <laughs> well, many. there's that, Sam. And also, no one in my high school was this good looking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, nobody. Not even the teachers. Nobody. <laughs> the um, teachers? They're not supposed to be good looking. That's a weird thing to say. Eh? I'm not saying I'm not saying no teachers are good looking though, Sam. Like what I'm saying is that obviously kids are all like gangly and hormonal, but like nobody in my school was good looking. Um, anyway, <laughs> not even the. Dynamoes. And also, also, I wasn't was not attending these parties. But yeah, they get shoved <laughs> into the cupboard to like you know do whatever kids do, and he um you know sexually assaults this woman essentially. Um, is. Though <laughs> She stumbles is, out, dazed,
0: <laughs> fucking bleeding. <laughs> bleeding with the, it, it. It is an interesting, and I don't think they, I don't think they're really going for it. But boy, is there a parallel? Like there is a thing of like, wow, that poor girl, because as much as she doesn't seem particularly phased afterwards, in the moment she's, she is like, "Ow, stop it." She says no, quite clearly, and and again, like a J. Fox isn't doing this intentionally. He is turning into a werewolf, which officer ah, is a good excuse—the werewolf,
1: the werewolf defense. <laughs> but, but as is, cited is... in Cain versus Abel, yes. <laughs> Why couldn't I think of two other names there? God damn it! Fucking um, Bible is right up
0: in my brain this week. I, I, I thought you could have gone with some kind of bear wolf reference, but but yeah. so all 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 of this, all of this. Um All of this works well and and again we get this this slow progression. Now there you know, I'm just thinking about the thematics of this and a teenager turning into a wolf, there's obviously like a puberty thing as well that's going on with this. And I think it's really fun how
1: Well, there's good parallels where with the hair, he's like, Oh, I'm growing and he says to the coach, you know, I'm getting hair in you know, unexpected places and it's kinda like taken as You know, like you said, Sam, it's a great parallel of what he means is that suddenly there's like fucking eight inches of hair on the back of his palm. (laughs) But what the coach means is like, oh, he's getting pubes or arm under his hair, hair under his arm or leg hair or chest hair or whatever. Um, So it's kind of like a funny sort of, he's explaining it in a way that could be quite easily taken as like puberty, but obviously he's turning into a werewolf. Which, which what is... are the rules of being a werewolf in this world? By the way, like Ooh. there's no mention of the full moon. He's just a wolf whenever he wants to be a wolf, and then not mm-hmm. when he doesn't want to be. Like, okay, yeah,
0: yeah it, it's it's really one of those. It's re- and obviously the film's called Team Wolf, so you know what to expect. Um, but there's there's something about this that just is really funny now. We've we've mentioned that scene when he opens the door and the dads are well. I love the makeup of both of them. I think the dad's makeup's a lot funnier. Yeah, with the, he's he's got the glasses. On, he's got, got, got this, the glasses
1: on. Yeah, he's
0: got, he's got this like puffy round face. Um, you wanted to talk about Michael J. Fox's kind
1: of like it looks honestly more like Planet of the Apes kind of makeup. Like wolf, quote unquote, is kind of like we'll just make him hairy, and it's like uh, okay.
0: Well, they, they they do some stuff with his face a bit. They kind of like have this stuff over his face to, to, to kind of shape it a little bit. And he has he has teeth in. And, and I think what they've also got to do,
1: though, is they've got to try and keep the wolf
0: kind of handsome as Anthropomorph- well. So that,
1: anthropomorphic as well. Like they can't yeah. have this shambling monster. He has to be a person still. But but and this
0: is and this is the overriding uh,
1: factor. I think
0: this film cost one million dollars to make, which even in nineteen eighty six was not a lot of money. Um, and
1: I wonder how much uh, Michael J. Fox got paid, because obviously this is the same year he filmed Back to the Future. And I yeah. think he was on Family Ties, was he? Like he was quite well, a big TV star at the time. Well, he, he
0: he did Family Ties, like literally in the sorry, he did Back to the Future in the evenings, like he would finish Family Ties and
1: then presumably, skateboard. presumably presumably this as well, Sam.
0: Yeah, well, he I mean, he must have been doing that in, in maybe 84. Um, so, like, crazy, I think, it's, it's amazing. And, and as we said, it must be that um, this film really benefited from, obviously, the Family Ties boost, but also the fact that Back to the Future was a huge success. Huge. It had been out a month, but that's long enough for people to go, ooh, it's that What's guy. It's another from- Michael
1: J. Fox picture, yeah.
0: Imagine that though. Imagine, imagine two Will Smith movies coming out within a month of each other. Like it's just not something that happens anymore. Maybe the same year, you know, or Jim Carrey. I think. I think. Tom, Will's,
1: I think. You need a modern example of somebody who's like an up and coming actor now. Imagine Tom Holland releasing two, like schlocky B movies in one year and Will Smith is a good example Sam but Will Smith has released several m- m- movies in the same year you know but like just not yeah, but I mean years. no
0: but I mean like that that young you know that young age but I'm saying within a month it's not even in the same year but Jim Carrey
1: did it quite a lot he made three or four movies a year for a lot of the 90s like I think it's just a it's a difference in like the kinds of movies that were being made and also maybe yeah. the number of movies that were being made and the movies that we get now,
0: as well, we don't really get the same that same type of film. We get
1: a lot more big studio films, and um, obviously, I'm not looking at it right now, but I'll, I'll look it up in a minute. But uh, you know, I don't think this is a big production company, was it? Mm-hmm. So, no,
0: no, it wasn't at all. It wasn't at all. So we we get the um, we get the styles. It's usually kind of reaction as well which again which again is, is is another is that point in the movie where he's just totally into this and 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 sees it straight away as that oh we can get into parties you know we can get girls <laughs> using this and they've all they've managed to get their keg because um michael j fox uses threatens s- the guy superman eyes to scare um to, to, to scare the the the, the the shopkeeper so there's all these things that set this point and it and basically it comes down to in terms of the stakes of this movie it is as low as possible it is can <laughs> these guys get into a party and they managed to achieve that brilliant and now it's can they win a sub-regional basketball game <laughs> i guess that, that's all we're talking and, about here
1: and it's a confusing thing where the guy the his nemesis on who's on the other team which presumably means he goes to another high school. Is the guy going out with the girl at his high school that he's got a crush on? Like, as a, as a and the movie never touches on it or explains it. It's just like a. It's easier if that's a really clear cut thing. Mm-hmm. You're looking at me confused, Sam, but I promise you, no. the, uh, no, no. the dark haired mm-hmm. guy on the other team who fouls yep. him so much in the final game it's is just going out with the girl. It's just what you just say, so confused. <laughs> I, I get it. Um, and like. I think again, it's a really clever decision in the movie to not make that a plot line, like it, to not explain who the other school are for a start. Like it's not like, oh, it's our, it's our, it's our, our, our rival, Springfield A and M or whatever. <laughs> it's just like it's just the other team, the team in red, and you know, it's it's kind of like a nice, a nice sort of rejection of that. Uh, you do wonder, by the way, how this team, how far through the season we were when we got the werewolf that they're playing in the championship game, <laughs> like is it a everyone goes to the playoff kind of thing like is it a absolutely everyone goes to the playoffs so you just need to start winning games at this point i, d- I don't know <laughs> yeah
0: there are, there are questions to be asked about the um, the, the league structure of this of this high school i'm like, asking the real questions sam that people are interested in all I right and i'm are. sorry for that well you are. you're delving into the depths and i appreciate it um yeah like it, but yeah it does it does I think it all works though. Again, it all works and it shouldn't, it should not work. None of this should work. He should, you know, the, the, what we're expecting is for him to have to be, to hide his werewolfness and for that to be part of the film. Like, cause it's quite funny when he, he does it a little bit the start, he, he gets long nails and, you know, obviously the, 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 the seven minutes to heaven incident, uh, all of this is, is kind of like, but it's, it's kind of light, and they're not really—they don't really delve into it. And I, what I was expecting the first time I watched it, was to be like, "Oh, okay, so now he's going to have to try and hide it. He's going to what? He's going to wrap himself in bandages? Are we going to get a funny scene when he walks in with four hats on, eight jackets? <laughs> you know, like there could be lots of different ways they go, and they just never—and they just, just reject never. that. They, reject he's it playing and they basketball.
1: just say, he turns into a werewolf. The whole everyone freezes and looks at him. No one says anything. And then he starts dribbling the basketball, and then, and then he scores. And everyone's basket. like, "Yay, he can play basketball!" And the music is kind of like—I'm not going to do a rendition here—but it's like really upbeat, like uh, exactly like he's the coolest guy in town. It is, it is,
0: and I really, I really like the like a kind of, like tone and theme when he becomes dead popular, and he's walking through the. There's a great shot. Where he's walking through the hall and there's like everyone's crowding around him and he's high fiving people and he's pointing at girls and he's you know, he for the first time in his life he's popular because he's a freak. And that is that is the subversion, isn't it? That's the real subversion of this, is that he is the freak. He is totally weird and strange and unusual and everyone loves it, and that is a great idea for a film. It's a great idea for that. That concept to be explored. It is,
1: and it works really well, and it's kind of like the, um, you know, uh, in a in a Spider Man movie, it would be he's popular because he's got these secret powers. you know what I mean? And then the rejection would come later on, where he says, "Actually, no, I just want to pretend to be this nerdy kid," and and because that's who you are. Whereas in this movie, it's confusing because he hasn't got anything. Like, he doesn't get anything out of being the werewolf he didn't already have, apart from being better at basketball. Like, he's not smarter or funnier or more interesting. Well, he's a bit more interesting, I guess. He's not smarter or funnier or, like, you know, inherently better. He's just... And he's still on the basketball team. Like, he starts walking around in his Letterman jacket, which he already had. Because he's already on the basketball team, he's a starting player for this fucking high school basketball team. He's probably—I think they say he's a lead point scorer in the high school basketball team. And it Me seems like high—it seems like this school is pretty into basketball. You know, like it, they have a team, they've got a coach, they're playing all these like inter-school games. Like, you know, so you're already in theory, and again, your mate Styles like basically runs the parties in the town, like. Again, if you think about it for even a second, it's all a bit like what's happening here. But this movie's only ninety-two minutes long, so there's no time for you to think <laughs> about it.
0: And that's what it comes down to, isn't it? I mean, how many times have we said, "God damn it, this film's too long"? How many times have we complained? And if a ninety-minute movie, I think is a, is a piece of is a piece of Genius is a piece of artistic genius to, to be able to distill everything you need to do down to ninety minutes. And then granted this is a pretty light movie, there isn't a lot going on necessarily. But I think still, like just having it at that run length, ninety two minutes long, I think is is it works so well for the movie and it gives us such a such a lightness. Like everything just moves, we don't well, dwell on It too basically
1: much. allows us to have like our introduction and we have kind of the party scene and the basketball well, a couple of basketball games. And then essentially all of the wolf stuff is one long montage. Yes. Like With a musical score, Styles is selling merchandise. He's suddenly cast in the school play. And that kind of doesn't end until he goes bowling. And then we have kind of like the final act, don't we? Mm. But like the whole middle of this movie, it's one like 20 minute long montage. It's great. Don't forget the
0: sexy sex scene uh, where we get to. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, we get to... Because it's the 80s, see... I mean, uh, there is... So we, we, we've talked in the past about, like, sexy, sexy teenagers. That's what they're going for in this. And these are all 17... Supposed to be 17-year-olds? She's walking around, you know, mostly naked, and we get to... So <laughs> it does kind of make me laugh a little bit about that. Um, But it, but it, I suppose it works in the film, and for um, Scott, uh, you know, he gets... What's the popular girl, and
1: she's she's interested in the werewolf because he's popular, not necessarily in Scott. Played by Rory Griffin. Yeah, yeah, and she like drops her shirt, which is like a great. um, I always enjoy this. I'd love to be on set to see it, not from a perverted kind of (laughs) point, but like
0: David Newell.
1: (laughs) No, because it's the kind of it's the -the over-the-shoulder filming where they don't want to show nudity because it'll give them a higher rating. So like. They film it over the shoulder and the shirt kind of drops. And all she's supposed to All you see is the girl's back. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but all you see is the girl's back. And I'm always interested in, like, that must be awkward as fuck for everyone involved well, in I, the shooting.
0: I, I I imagine they'd have some kind of stick-on modesty patch. That's usually yeah. what they would do, I think. But, yeah, there's. it's still, like, it's a funny scene. And maybe you'd have a quieter set for that, for, for that bit so that she's not having to so there's there's all this there's all this like fun stuff and when he when he's the werewolf i think that is it is really it is really great isn't it it's really great to see how much fun they have with with him now being popular and and that but we also do get the kind of like the the moral of the story as well because as soon as he becomes popular he starts to ignore booth and uh, and then obviously you know, goes out with Pamela, although she's only interested really in the in the werewolf, and says, going to be a, you're not my boyfriend. And I just had sex with you." <laughs> like, no, no, you are. You have misinterpreted this. Um, like,
1: where's the wolf? Like, who are you? You fucking freak. Get yeah. getting your werewolf outfit or whatever. <laughs> get um, the outfit. Yeah. Get, get in the outfit. But yeah, you are right. It's kind of this rejection and kind of like the. The very thin moral core of this movie. The very skinny <laughs> moral core of this movie. Uh, it's there. It's kind of this it. like, though it's not even if you look for it. But the message is kind of like, be yourself. Like you know, be yourself, and that's all you can be. Which is like a really like nice message at its core. And this movie doesn't particularly isn't interested in hammering at home or being particularly eloquent about it. But like that is the arc for the Scott character. Is that, like, yeah, being a werewolf is dope as shit. I'm really, really good at basketball. And this lady's really interested in me. And, oh, my God, breasts. I'm a 17-year-old. And that must be absolutely, like, just, like, blood-poundingly amazing. And, like, he's in the school play. And everyone loves him. And he's, you know, it's like, that must be an absolute rush. And it's kind of this realisation that actually, like, you know, I'm neglecting my friends. And, like, I can go out there and, you know, when you win the basketball game at the end... I think that's actually a really good like sports, like film, teen sports like segment. I think like yes, it's ridiculous, but like he decides he's going to go out as Scott, and they are going to you know win this basketball game, which they do, at the very very end. Yeah. Um, and it's like it's very well shot, and like the music's very good, and it's just, you know, it's a nice cap to that. And also, he- here's a great thing, Sam. The movie then just fucking ends. We don't get a twelve months later. We don't get a three months later. We don't get a thirty seconds later. Congratulations, you've won.
0: Yes, I know. Yeah, play us just, out. It's just, uh, it's just straight in there, isn't it? It's just straight. There. The, the. Um, you're right though in terms of that moral. That moral core is. <sighs> It is. It is really. It is really fun and like. And it's like. But there. There is also something there to say. There is like. There is. There is something to say that's a bit more. Um. That is like. He. He. He ignores Booth completely for. For the middle to end this movie, and it's not until right at the end where he kind of realizes. I mean, after he's rejected by Pamela, to be fair, I think he, he was like, Right, I'm gonna be your boyfriend, that's what's well, gonna happen. So you
1: like Sam but a seventeen year old boy is still a
0: seventeen year old boy. Yeah. And most men would do the same thing. Grown men in Men the- are the worst. We are, aren't we? Um so it yeah, it is really it's it's it quite it's quite entertaining and then there is an attempt at a moral a moral core, I think, um which is which is quite fun. So but there's um what what comes next then? Because it's all about the 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 dance, isn't it? Because yeah, so because it's so a
1: eighties high school movie. You we've know, kind of missed one mean. of the threads, which is that um, the principal, the crusty old dean, really doesn't like Scott uh, the werewolf. <laughs> but he's not like this is unnatural. He's a werewolf. What is this like magic? He just doesn't like the werewolf. He thinks he's disruptive to classes. Um, and we kind of get like a like we said the dad character. This is like a good movie dad, like he's nice, he's understanding, he wants to talk to his son, like he wants to help him out, like he just seems like a nice dude. I always like a good film TV a uh, film dad because you know dads in real life are so frequently disappointing, but <laughs> film dads, they're the guys who are just getting it done.
0: Yes, yes. And he
1: just and he just and he picks this guy up. And he just threatens him and he's like, I'll fucking bite your face off. Which obviously is not, I'm afraid, uh, Werewolf Dad, that's not like the correct way to deal with conflict. But, um, (laughs) you know, it's fun. And it's kind of like this, like, you know, going on behind the scenes as such. And it's nice that you have the dad in this throughout, has been a kind of supportive figure. You know, he's not like, oh, son, we must hide who we are. He's like, if you want to be a a werewolf basket player around town, you be a werewolf basket player around town.
0: And we, we we see so many examples, don't we, from the from the eighties of like of basically a dad who grew up in the fifties, you know, repressed because his uh, his his, his Has, parents
1: hashtag Boomer dads
0: didn't talk about the war, don't talk about <laughs> don't talk about your feelings, and so like the the eighties dads uh, just living off that. But yeah, this guy he's got it all right. He's he's got his he's got his shop. You know, he's. Sitting there with his shirt and his jump sleeveless jumper on, and I just and as usual because I'm old because I'm getting older, um, I'm did kind you of even like get a
1: sleeveless jumper. <laughs> I, I actually thought that looks so warm and comfortable. <laughs> I really did. No, I, con- I'll wear a hoodie till the day I die. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, you you can get your little uh, like sweater vests. Could- doing
0: his doing his accounting and it's all good. But I I. I once again relate to the dad in this because there is there is a thing of, yeah, this guy is completely accepting, number one, because he is a werewolf already, but he doesn't try and hide it, he doesn't try and he doesn't try and like uh, uh, suppress it in a way that I think you could have done, you could have gone down, and all throughout, and he's there in the movie, he's there as um when they win the game and, and he's sitting there hugging his son and and you know booths there as well it's all nice and like it's just warm isn't it it makes you feel warm inside and that's a nice ending to to the to a movie like that it's kind of fun yeah
1: no it totally is um and i guess like it's one of these rare movies somewhere there's not a lot to talk about really i feel like you know it's we're only at 40 minutes and you usually do an hour but like this movie is just sort of disposable in the best possible way. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I've seen this movie three or four times this year, last twelve months, and it's just fun. It's light. It's nice. It's very optimistic and like cheerful. It's short, and it's kind of like I got a non one of those non-stop, like fairly average, but like you know, um, you know uh, what's the word? Uh, cheery like theme song. It's got like, quite a rocky sort of. Mm-hmm. Uh, theme song, uh, theme song, um, score going all the way through. So it's kind of like, it's kind of just a wild ride to watch. It's good fun. Yeah, yeah. But and I think Fox does an okay job. I think he's a pretty good actor at this point. Uh, you know, he knows his stuff.
0: It's yeah, it's, it's it is. It's not bad, is it? It's not. I don't think it's his best. I think he's much better in Back to the Future. I think is maybe the direction, quality of Robert, Robert Zemeckis. <laughs> yeah, the cinematography, <laughs> and the music, and the effects, and <laughs> the acting. What, what I would like to, before we finish, I would like to get into, like, what what are the what are the rules of this? So, are they are the uh, is the dad? So it's it's a generational thing. So we've got his <laughs> presumably the dad's, you know, the uh, Magneto Fox's grandfather was this, and on and on and on. But are they the only ones? Are there any more wells that exist in the world? Like, what is? And I, I, I am sure there's stuff in the second movie. Maybe I'm
1: sure there's stuff oh, in the TV show. I'll tell you about the sequel in a minute, Sam. Because um, in fact, I'll tell you now. Uh, so in the <laughs> sequel, um, oh wait, in the sequel, obviously no one came back for the sequel. Um, in fact, I'll <laughs> tell you, uh, the dad from this came back, uh, and Chub, Chubby, the the fat kid on the basketball team, um, came came back. And just to briefly tell you the plot, because I've seen the sequel and it is one of the worst movies I've movies I've ever seen, but it was really fun. <laughs> um, if you can get your mind around that, Jason Bateman plays the main character. <laughs> really, C- canonically, really young Jason Bateman as well, like twenty years old. Uh, Jason Bateman canonically is Scott's cousin. God, that is just so. Basically, his terrible. parents, his cousin Scott's cousin's parents are not werewolves, but, like, obviously his grandparents were, so the dad said in the first one, it skips a generation sometimes. Skips a generation. Mm-hmm. So, like, the plot of the second movie, follow me here, because I promise this is actually the plot. The plot of the second movie is that the coach from this, this movie mm-hmm. stops coaching basketball and mm-hmm. starts coaching boxing at a college, question mark, uh, lots of transferable skills. By the way, the actor didn't come back, So it's the same character, but a different actor playing this coach. Uh, He offers Jason Bateman. (laughs) I'm using the words that they use in the movie here. He offers him a scholarship in science at this college if he'll box for the boxing team, even though he's never boxed before in his life, on the basis that Scott was really good at basketball because he was a werewolf, and this guy might be a werewolf. That is the whole premise to the movie is that Jason Bateman, on the off chance that because he's related to Scott, might be a werewolf is offered a full scholarship to study science, they say this in the movie a lot to study science science and box and this basketball coach is coaching this boxing team, but again like, so there are more werewolves and it's kind of more playing into the same sort of thing I can't remember what the TV show has but I'm fairly sure in the TV show it's kind of like a secret thing, isn't it? It,
0: well, it, I'm not sure about the, the, the modern one, but I was just reading about the 1986 Teen Wolf series. 21 episodes, two <laughs> seasons. And <laughs> basically it's kind of similar. We, we have Scott Howard. They live in the fictional town. now. They now, now live in the fictional town of Wolverton um, and, uh, where they added a, a little sister and grandparents to the cast. And it looks like though it's 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 that classic Saturday morning TV show where they're like they're going in on issues as well. They they touch stuff such as disability, civil rights, freely invoking an asthma attack or seizure. The series centered on how Scott felt weird immediately before and during the werewolf transformation. Uh, so there's all these like oh we're, you know now you know and knowing it's half the battle type of things. <laughs> G
1: <So>. I Jose. <laughs>
0: Is that a Family Guy joke? Do I, I think so? Yeah, <laughs> from many, it just many, came many, out
1: like you said that I was like, "Gee,
0: I Jose." So, so it's <laughs> like the, the the Teen Wolf universe. I think the 2011 one is a bit more serious, but it's got generally good reviews. It seems to have held up well for a
1: teen show. You know, it's like, it seems think, to be quite an endearing premise. Of there's like something this. about this, isn't there? I tell you what, it is Sam, and you touched on, you mentioned it earlier. It's the over-the-top parallels to puberty. I think, like. <laughs> I, no, I really do think that it is, yeah, and it's kind it of works. like, it's universal, everyone, well, I'd say everyone, like the vast, vast majority of people have gone through puberty, like, it's, you know, it's kind of very connected tissue for everyone, so it's always going to be popular with teenagers because it's got those, like, quite broad parallels, quite easy to understand and see, uh, but at the same time, we, you know, w- way back in the day, we went through that as well you know <clears throat> i'm certainly hairy enough to be a werewolf um i'm just waiting to get really good at basketball or boxing
0: <laughs> i would uh, not count on that yeah i think it goes to that thing as you say it's the puberty thing and it's like there's a universality to to that i think everyone kind of feels like the werewolf it's very egocentric isn't it you know everyone, everyone everyone's yeah. kind of looking around is everyone look at me because i've turned into a werewolf no not really everyone's everyone's thinking that nobody's looking at anyone else in reality um but it, i yeah there's t- to spawn so many things that come after it i think it, there, there must be well it there must um, be something that's running through
1: there was a cancelled third movie um which was going to be a a female led teen wolf starring Alyssa milano who was quite an up-and-coming actress at the time yeah uh that was cancelled and then the movie Teen Witch, uh, which I also love and we will do for the podcast one day because it's it's great for exactly the same reason this movie is great. Um, mm-hmm. That was adapted from another script for another Teen Wolf sequel um, but they changed it from a wolf to a witch in a confusing turn of events. Um, but like there was a time, and obviously, like we said, I'm not sure we've mentioned how quite how much money this movie made. It made $80 million. God on a, on a $1 million budget is a disgusting return. And so, like, of course it spawned all this stuff because, and I I agree with you, I think it's because Michael J. Fox was in it and when it came out, but, like, the execs were like, right, well, maybe we've got something with this Team Wolf thing. Let's just run with it and see how far we can take it. I mean, obviously, now we live in the era of remakes. That so everything is going to get remade.
0: Yeah, eighty
1: million dollars
0: though. I mean, that is it's just extraordinary, phenomenal amount about.
1: of money for a movie like this. You know, which presumably, like the ultimate goal, obviously, is to make as much money as possible. But they'd have been happy with ten. Like they'd have been ecstatic with ten million dollars at box office for this.
0: Yeah, how how much is eighty million dollars in in modern like calculated?
1: 20 how much did back to the future gross
0: uh i don't know i don't know back to the future gross let me look it up i can maybe drag it out a few seconds while wikipedia loads it made 388 off 19 so obviously very very good so michael j fox i mean he's earning some good money on that i i just wondered about like like, werewolves are things that the, the 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 concept of the werewolf is an interesting thing and it it maybe goes to the to the some of the themes we're talking about aren't just about puberty they're they're also about like that transformation and and how how like how
1: werewolves are viewed in society it
0: goes back to the witch trials and stuff like that doesn't it like it's a real there's something there is seems to be something about this and vampires
1: Well right Sam we need to recognize werewolf rights um, yes sorry yeah, but... the way you're saying it as if the way that we treat werewolves in society <laughs> the we way that demonize we view them, werewolves them the, the totally real non-fictional things of werewolves which we all Shh, know don't don't, don't tell <laughs> Um, but there but were I think there were like werewolf
0: like witch trials style things where they killed people for I don't know
1: being hairy
0: maybe yeah. and, well for and being ha-
1: different same as witch trials Sam I assume it's kind of like a you know, there's all sorts of reasons and suspicions. It's interesting how we kind of take stuff like that, though, and we've adapted it to it into pop culture. I mean, you've got the Universal Monsters. There's a werewolf in the Universal Monsters, isn't there? Yeah. Um, it, like, it, I like a different it interesting. kind of sort of, you know, beast man type thing yeah
0: just just when you again you compare it to vampires and witches and ghosts and all these other things, and well, because not do-
1: as, as vampires sam
0: no, but we're doing a Halloween episode, so it's just it's all of these things that have retained cultural status for centuries for centuries and 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 they're so transferable they're so they're so able to be co-opted even into sh- shitty eighties movies in a way that <sighs> I just don't think. I just I just don't think it should work, and yet it does, and yet we keep coming back to to this type of thing, you know, to 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 werewolves and and all other supernatural creatures in a way that we don't necessarily do. And I just I think it's very interesting how that
1: happens. It's interesting MacGuffin and kind of like there's a lot of stuff that keeps coming back and back and back. And werewolves are an interesting Werewolves, I mean, they're a good good um, parallel with vampires in terms of like. Coming in and out of the consciousness. This isn't a werewolves are sexy movie. You know, it's not like Twilight movies, which are, you know, aren't supernatural things sexy. Well,
0: I mean, Michael Scott gets his rocks off because he's a werewolf. I mean, no, totally
1: Sam, but it's not like he's not ever portrayed to be like this sexual yeah. being. Yeah, not only saying people yeah. are just interested in him because he's different and being popular, and like later on we have kind of this like sexualization of vampires and werewolves and things like that. Um, but like, uh, do you remember Seth Green's character from Buffy? Yes, yes. Do you remember what those werewolves look like? Like, I do don't you know what actually. I mean? It's kind of like are they, are um, they freakish. It's not a sexy werewolf. Um, <laughs> I'll send you a picture in a minute. It's not uh, Twilight. Should, it's not that guy you from should, Twilight. It's not that. It's not that sexy chiseled guy from Twilight. I'll tell you that. Yeah, you should Google Seth Green's uh, werewolf in Buffy, listeners. I'm doing um, that right, but like. Now. Obviously, that's the more prevalent sort of like werewolf thing. Is kind of like, oh, it's just a, a you know, a non thinking kind of monster who just eats and kills people. And, you know, this is kind of like a relatively toothless portrayal. But, um, yeah. Oh, I'm just know, looking. I, I'm I just... bet that. Go
0: on. Oh, I, I'm just looking now. Oh, oh no, wait a minute. That's just Seth Green. Uh, oh, there we go. <laughs> I think that's harsh. <laughs> Says us, the. Uh, uh, we're sexy werewolves. Obviously,
1: we've got the facial Quite.
0: hair. We've got the crooked we've teeth.
1: We've got werewolf. We've got werewolf pattern baldness, though. Uh, it's a real tragedy uh, amongst us. Uh...
0: Speak for yourself, Dave. Just saying.
1: I don't know, Sam. I see a lot of face there. Um... <laughs> There's a lot of a lot of face. A lot of face. <laughs> There's a lot more face than we when we met. I'll tell you that. Uh, proportionally, um, uh, yeah. Um... So. Um... So yeah, so it's like there's yeah there's there's interesting stuff. And I, and I, I bet I that wouldn't... I bet that new TV show is kind of like a not a sexy werewolf thing, but I bet there's an element there where like the uh, werewolf is probably more violent and like you know dangerous. Do you know what I mean? He's probably not like dancing on top of vans and going to keggers you know, as the werewolf. I just I doubt. Yeah, I
0: think he's defending the town from various evils and creatures. All the werewolves. It's... Yeah. <laughs> But probably in the same buff, in the same kind of Buffy sense of like, oh, it's the monster of the week, and this time it's vampires, and yeah, and next week it's a demon from hell, and then we've got you know all these other things that come in, and 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 again, it's like it's funny that they didn't in this movie in Team Wolf, they didn't go there either. They didn't go to there's another vampire, there's another werewolf to fight, or there's a vampire to fight, or there's like they're just not interested in any of that. All they're interested in is the the teen social study and what happens you know and, and then he you know he becomes really popular but then has to reject the werewolf and all these things so it kind of works it works as such a cohesive package um that again back to what we started with i was not expecting to
1: enjoy this and your description of this which is what,
0: what, what
1: <laughs> exactly what exactly what you wanted but you didn't know you, exactly what you needed but you didn't know you needed Like, this movie is a soothing balm of, like, you know, I was going to say mediocrity, but, like, (laughs) it's just fun. It's just a fun movie that's not particularly offensive. It's not particularly, like, you know, involved. You don't need to do a lot of thinking. You could maybe, like, really switch your brain off for this, which sometimes you need. Not all the time, but sometimes, and this Mm -hmm. is a perfect movie for that. Yeah, we don't need Lord of the Rings every day of the week. Speaking of offensive, though, there is there is that line in this movie where... Um, where, where Styles has to absolutely be certain that Michael J. Fox isn't gay.
0: Yeah, he'd rather be a literal mythical beast <laughs>
1: than, than... Hey, 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 Scott, Just you're not about to tell me that you're a mythical beast... That whose existence has not yet been proved or disproved <laughs> are you? No. He uses that three letter word that begins with F repeatedly because it's the yes. 1980s and that was fine.
0: He is he, oh my god, is he? are you gay? No, he's not. <laughs> like mm,
1: lovely, charming
0: charming.
1: In the 80s were the 80s but I would say that largely apart from that and the fact that there isn't a black character to be seen in this film yes. uh, <laughs> that it largely doesn't it holds a all right. right.
0: Yeah, it's kind of light enough, isn't it? Maybe you just cut that line. You could probably just cut that line out and just reshoot
1: that scene with with the, the actors. Now be
0: <laughs> fine. <laughs> be a stretch. Uh, so there we go. So I think we have managed to ramble on for a further fifteen to twenty minutes, and that is our uh, contractually obligated discussion complete. And that is
1: that is a wrap for our Halloween episodes um mm, yeah, so we'll be back we've... uh hopefully we haven't mentioned him our co-host uh, Ross. um who would have hated this hey we'll be back we're we'll back from his uso tour or whatever he's doing um for the last <laughs> month uh he, he he would have despised this and he would have been telling us about how You know, the (laughs) tensile strength of a werewolf isn't enough to fucking launch a basketball. It would have been really, really dull for all of us. But I'm sure he's got some terrible diehard fucking sequel to make us watch.
0: God, I was thinking about what what could he possibly have objected to in this movie. And I think think just so much of it would have been about the... um, the transformation how does that work you know he would he would have been going where did this magic come from is it, it the inheritor all of this we, we would have been delving for seven hours into the the backstory of, of this movie so thank you yes goodness, Ross, so I'm glad
1: we didn't have to do that <laughs> and we'll be back next week with another theatrical movie
0: and uh, hopefully Ross will be back with us so that we don't have to ramble through just the two of us for another hour and a half by ourselves fingers crossed